Welcome to the IVM Podcast Network. TFG Football is an IVM production and you can also check out their other awesome shows like The On Course Podcast, a show where they help you to tackle various questions related to abroad studies like which university to choose or how to navigate the application process. You're listening to TFG Football. Hey everyone, it's a brand new episode of the TFG Indian Football Podcast and what do we have over here? It's actually a bit of sad news for all Chennai f- football fans. Why is that? The Champions Cup which was scheduled to be held in Chennai is actually no longer happening there. Now this uh, does it come as a surprise to everybody because you know at times we've been talking that uh, the AFF has been you know, a bit of lax in uh, helping out the preparation towards the Indian football uh, national team it's sad that it's come to this state that neither the camp is happening there neither the champions the, the champions cup that was scheduled for four teams it did come down to three teams and the sad news lately is that it has been moved out neither the camp is happening there neither the champions cup is happening there so chiranjit is joining us via the phone call and what what is this chiranjit is, is was this something that we we thought would happen or it is just as expected well uh, first of all uh, we never would have thought uh, that there would be a tournament happening in chennai in the first place but when it happened it was like ah, okay chalo how ho raha and then it happened but look there are positive and negative aspects to this okay uh, apart from the obvious uh, heartbreak of all the football fans in chennai uh, who are about to see the national team play there after more than a decade right so let's let's be fair and look into the positives of moving from uh, chennai to mumbai okay uh, one chennai is not gonna be a great place for a tournament like this right now because uh, you know chennai fc is successful to to some extent but that comes after you know like uh, isl has a two month uh, promotional circle where they blare tv uh, ads and newspaper ads and radio ads everywhere and uh, it creates an immense amount of hype around the tournament and the team while in this case you know the entire thing was falling apart uh, they tried to do a champions cup with four countries uh, then the main countries who would be attractive they dropped out they did not want to participate in the tournament now and now we ended up with a tri series which was not going to be called champions cup so uh, the branding aspect was lost and uh, uh, frankly we we are i mean uh, the starting date is supposed to be around 18th or 19th uh, august and uh, which is just today is what 10th so it's it's a week away and we still don't know the uh, the kick off times which exact countries are going to participate this there's been no official announcement of a tournament happening in the first place yeah right and you have such a short notice thing and this is this is a place which is not not used to the indian national team playing there you know and we saw what happened in kochi yeah, you know there, there was a shorter notice and a, a lesser advertisement uh, uh, preparation for that india versus uh, turkmenistan game and it did not get a good turnout so there was always that risk of that happening and look part of the reason why they are doing a tournament rather than like playing a friendly or two in preparation for uh, the macau game uh, which is happening in september 
is because they want to provide a good show for the new broadcast right and star sports knows that in order to like create good hype on television you need a good show on the pitch and off the pitch around the pitch as well so you you need some good crowd in the uh, in the stadium you it needs to look full and chennai stadium the jawaharlal nehru stadium is huge man okay so even if uh, a good amount of people take notice and 10 15000 people turn up it's gonna that crowd Uh, you know you uh, which is which is probably the best you can do on a short notice in chennai that crowd looks sparse and scattered and half empty uh, in chennai but you bring back mumbai okay and no, but that, partly uh, 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 really uh, i'm i'm really feeling sad for all the chennai fans there but then yeah. uh, can we uh, understand what was the reason behind this because we understand we, yeah, we yeah, got yeah. to know that there was a delay from the state authority to Uh, roll out the permission and the paperwork required to give you know start the work for the preparation. So was yeah. this one of the reasons? Was the delay yeah, the reason? Yeah, no, no. The, the, ex- the the main hiccup was the financial problem and you know, the same kind of issue that Chennai City faced. The rent is simply too high. It's it's a colossal stadium, which means the electricity bill is high, the maintenance bill is uh, high. uh and uh, you know basically it's it's an it's an extensive project because it's a football plus athletics facility so you end up paying 5 lakhs for a match like uh, uh about more than a lakh for uh, you know uh, practice sessions which is simply not feasible for the indian football team uh, you know they they don't uh, i'm pretty sure because the numbers and they show, uh, they were sure that they were not going to get any kind of return on that so why would they in the end do it there and incur a big loss uh, when they could just bring it to uh, mumbai which is a smaller stadium uh, it has it has a 78000 capacity but you you know that you know this this a fan base there because in previous games happened uh, held at uh, indian foot uh, sorry mumbai football arena featuring the indian team we have had good support and there is no like uh, you know uh, there is no big athletic track around the pitch so the so the atmosphere is good you know you enjoy it you are close to the action and the fans are awesome yellow brigade are pretty good for the national team so uh, you, you might as well take the take that uh, thing and uh, you know constantine has always talked about how he uh, likes the mumbai football arena because the hotel is so near the pitch yeah uh, sorry and the stadium so all of all of that uh, you know taken into con- consideration it's a practical move at times yeah. i really feel you know uh, it's very saddening to understand that there was a nepal who came in to play a friendly at the last minute uh, with india yeah. and uh, there was the coach of the nepal uh, national side who said we yeah. are we do not have stadiums because of the earthquake that they, they suffered yeah. it was a big loss to them they don't even have a proper national stadium they die to play play matches and here we've got you know a lot of options for stadiums to be played and this is the state you know it really hampers your preparation yeah. really hampers everything it's not just you know the logistical side it's also your mental preparation when you have your, your site set on say one of the cities you 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 gone already ahead you know past your preparations and then all of a sudden of a short notice you say okay no okay uh, reroute this uh, this plane we are not going to chennai we are going to mumbai now what does that you know uh, well, what image does it show so, to everybody no, no, no. 
you they they are they are not uh, like boarding their flights till late today, so they're uh, they're not going to show no, up. I mean, at I mean, I mean, it's it's part of you no know, responsibility that AIF have at least uh, takes care of, yeah, of this. You yeah, know. We'll, this is well, we'll to be done well, that. much well, to be done well, well in advance. It's not like something that yeah, needs yeah. to be given as a short Obviously, notice. Obviously, I mean, I mean, if you're going to have a tournament, if you're going to have a serious contest between three countries. Like we should have had, you know, all the information about the matches like a month in advance. Why do we? Why is there still a big question mark because it's not official? It's it's all up in the air at the moment, which can never be good, and it shows uh, how ill-prepared AIFF are to conduct the whole thing. Uh, but look, look at the way uh, you know uh, SDAT have uh, behaved here. You know, who who are who are uh, SDAT are the ones who control the stadium and. Uh, they, they're the ones who set the prices on it. Look, uh, AIFF. When when the uh, when I was talking to an AIFF official uh, uh, in uh, Kantirawa Stadium, uh, Bengaluru, and he was the one who first told me that we were going to have the Champions Cup in Chennai, and we broke the story. Uh, he said the reason we were doing it there, uh, and obviously uh, six stadiums are under renovation, uh, so they are unavailable. Six uh, some major uh, stadiums. But also because AIFL wants Chennai to become a football hub and uh, they want to see regular matches happen there. You know, there's Chennai City, there's Chennai NFC. Uh, you know, uh, football is on the rise and AIFF wanted to sort of uh, aid in that. So what what kind of short-sighted uh, sporting administrators do you have to be to see that, okay, the national team is coming to us after more than a decade so let's slap them with this massive bill, which is uh, pretty sure to uh, you know force them to think twice about coming here. Yeah. Right. So so how how awesome is that? Same thing. We will uh, we got uh, you know football news India uh, at the Ritesh and I on the show today, and he we talk in depth about another issue uh, you know which is uh, happening in another part of the country where uh, a club is facing a similar kind of problems. Uh, a, a sports authority without understanding the benefit of having a major team like a, like maybe a top division club or a uh, or the national team come and play on their turf. Rather than understanding the long-term benefits of that, they just initially become roadblocks by slapping them with massive fees, which just acts as a deterrent. So you have you have a, part of the reason why the sport is not getting off. You know, it's it's not it's not reaching past a tipping point where it becomes a, a proper popular grassroots, universally loved, you know, uh, uh, inside everybody's kitchen kind of a sport. Is because you have these kind of administrative roadblocks, and these are people who who are frankly completely short-sighted. So again, again, yeah, see, it, it, I, what, what yeah. for me? For me, it's really uh, you know ill-preparedness. It's you know uh, a part of your you know responsibility to do it much much in advance. And we've not seen uh, you know this is not the first time it's happening. We've seen the Lebanon friendly uh, that we were supposed to yeah. have that also got cancelled you know because of such uh, issues. And then uh, the US tour, the the exposure tour that was planned. That also went went yeah. for a toss. You know, the, this this keeps coming again and again. A, at times, we just accept it as okay. This is what yeah, AFF well, is good at. You know, that, that's that's yeah, the image well, that's it, happening. Let's let's go into that. You know, yeah. uh, let's because there are a few downsides uh, to them moving to Mumbai as well. 
राइट आई मीन यूएसए टूर वॉज अ कम्प्लीटली डिफरेंट थिंग द लेबनॉन फ्रेंडली हैड ऑल्सो डिफरेंट इश्यूज दिस इज अ होल डिफरेंट इश्यू ऑलटुगेदर एंड एटलीस्ट दे आर एटलीस्ट गोइंग अड विद इट यू नो दिस गन बी अ कैम्प दिस गन बी सम मैचेस Uh, the national team is going to get some preparation uh, you know no matter how much ill uh, ill advised it is to you know hold the tournament that clashes with an afc cup game for bengaluru fc it is you know keeping all that aside okay uh, indian national team is playing some games at least that's good but yeah. first of all this is personal this is personal beef with iifs like dude what the hell are you doing you know i had i had booked flights and hotels in chennai <laughs> i had to cancel all of that shit Uh, Why you you tell told everybody everybody's <laughs> going to be in Chennai I was calling up AIS people from last month okay when what give me the dates when do I come when do I show up and get to see India play and all of that everybody's like okay now uh, you know mid mid august uh, late august whatever and and I, came, I just came up with tentative dates and went on and booked tickets and now I have to cancel all of that few thousands down the drain and and it could have been easily avoidable if they had used their head and done some proper research before actually going and setting up uh, places and not done this acha iron ne wo udhar chalte hain and all that shit this is just But, what we are talking about you know changing yeah. of this destination all of a sudden overnight it just uh, for them it's such an easy thing to do okay just change a plan b we're going over here that's really not how a federation should be working and especially imagine, when imagine, in imagine, 2017 Yeah, some other other. I'm a journalist. That's a very different thing. If a traveling fan wants to go and watch uh, the Indian national team wherever wherever it's happening, look at the kind of bamboo he's getting. Right? <laughs> just you know, people people are not going to just throw money at at your stupid schedule changes. You know, one once or twice you do this and they will just give up. Like, ah, TV to be seen. What is what is the point of being there to cheer cheer for India? So it's <laughs> it's 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 a frustrating thing uh, to be put through uh, but there there are other other problems with going to mumbai right now when is ganesh puja ganesh chaturthi 25th august to 5th september how stupid do you have to be to do a tournament in mumbai during ganesh puja excellent how excellent like, this this couldn't have been perfect yeah like do like what they remember what happened in trivandrum when they played during christmas They remember what happened in uh, Goa when they did Federation Cup during Christmas. It, yeah, why does what? why does AFF need all these reminders? This is something that they've been done yeah. doing for years, and the same mistakes is just unacceptable. Uh, let's uh, let's keep that aside. It's just uh, flaring flaring tempers uh, in the studio and over the phone. <laughs> let's keep it at that. And uh, uh, we we are in conversation with FNI as uh, Chiranjit mentioned. Uh, Unni. Uh, he's been a part of our show much much you know uh, uh, always he's he's like a regular show a regular guest for us so let's head on to this conversation between chiranjit and unni you know on various uh, various topics about indian football and also the latest happenings in kerala let's see what they're talking about okay back again with us after a long time it's fni we don't have him on the show enough and it's a pretty good time to have him on because uh, a lot of things are happening all around us uh fn i welcome back hey glad to join again yeah so uh, i mean uh, you obviously you are a neutral handle uh, on uh, uh, twitter uh, when you yeah. give out information about indian football but uh, you know you are you personally are a bengaluru fc fan and what a start for their pre season last night uh, they were playing uh, in spain 
against uh, yes. UCAM uh, Murcia CF at uh, Pinata Arena and 2-4 uh, mm. uh, what do you make of yeah. that yeah uh, I, i mean uh, i don't know pretty much uh, i don't know a lot about uh, the team but uh, the opposition team but i think it was a decent result considering that you know uh, the squad is just uh, assembled and and that's uh, we all know um because of the isl because of them joining isl they have to you know reconstruct their whole uh, squad and things like that so considering that i guess it was a decent score um score line and uh, hope the club will start building up from this i i think it's a pretty decent squad that uh, they've managed to assemble from the isl draft a uh, couple of players uh, uh, earlier players like uh, Lenny and uh, Alvin George has uh, made it back uh, to the squad. Uh, so I mean, but it's going to be definitely difficult for them um, because considering that you know it was a set squad that was built up from the last four years and they had to you know completely uh, deconstruct the whole thing and then build again. So yeah. it's going to take some time, I guess, but. Uh, um the immediate concern would be the afc cup match that uh, that is coming up so um because they're going to go into the afc cup and prepare for it i think um, when it comes to isl uh later in the year it might be a bit more easy for them because uh, they would have started much early than uh, all other teams you know so mm. uh so i think that advantage is going to be there and uh, uh yeah so and the coach has been there so uh pretty much he will continue with what he has been doing so far so uh that continuation would also be a possible for the club is what i feel so do you think because uh, bengaluru fc were forced to give up so many of their players which they probably mm-hmm. would have kept had there not been a retention limit of two players uh or mm-hmm. and change uh do you think it would have been a better squad or do you think uh, by going into the draft they've actually come out with a better squad oh no i think uh, the earlier situation was, would have been much more uh, better for the club actually because mm-hmm. considering that uh, they've been having all these players and some of them are with them for a long time and you know has been in the system for a long time mm-hmm. so obviously um, the draft was i think a disadvantage for the club but uh, uh then again as i said before because they're going to start their preparations much earlier than rest of the clubs i think going to the ifl uh, they might have uh, you know head start than the other clubs uh, because they have signed uh, the foreigners um, and they also pick the players from the draft and they're going to train for afc cup uh, keeping afc cup in mind so i think uh when you look at it uh, that way i think when isl comes um the club might have an edge start than uh, other uh, franchises yeah yeah so you know we were uh, talking uh, you know even before bengaluru fc were taking on johar darul tazim in uh, afc cup semi finals last year uh, you were on the yeah. show and uh, mm. back when we knew that this was going to be the toughest challenge bengaluru fc had ever faced and this time mm. we have uh, a, you know a north korean club which is going to be even tougher uh, pretty much 
possibly the toughest game that Bengaluru FC have ever faced. So, uh, what do you think? Like, we'll, we did not get to see the match. It was not uh, available on a live stream. But you see Sunil Chetri scoring early on. Then uh, mm-hmm. Bengaluru FC conceding three goals. Uh, and then yeah. even even towards the end, they were still fighting. They got one goal back, conceded one, but uh, you know missed a couple of chances uh, towards the mm-hmm. end of the game. So I I don't know. I mean uh, I'm not a Bengaluru FC fan, but when I look at that, it sort of gives me mm-hmm. the idea that these guys are coming off their summer rust. You know they're playing their first game uh, with yeah. a new squad, and yeah. you know the the familiar things are there. Sunil Chetri is scoring. You know, Udanta is sending crosses and missing a couple of chances every game, uh, and uh, you have uh, you have a team that's you know most importantly still fighting in the uh, late 70s, 80s uh, in a game uh, that is they're, that they're playing right after coming off a summer against mm-hmm. a decent Spanish side, right? So, yeah. what what do you think? Uh, there are these are positives to be taken, or uh, you need to look further deep into the uh, in the shortcomings. So I think as you just mentioned, like they just coming um, back after break, and uh, they they started off uh, playing probably a tougher op- opposition in uh, Spanish side. So I think uh, these are definitely positives uh, that has to be taken because um, uh, you know these uh, new uh, set of players have to combine well and they have to get going. And that might take some time. And uh, with uh, Albert Roca's sporting style and the style that he wants to play, we we've seen that uh, the team struggle to you know um, get accustomed to that. And it was pretty obvious last time uh, in the last season as well, uh, because uh, uh, the team finished uh, the season pretty strong, but uh, in the beginning and in the middle phase, the team kind of struggled. Yeah. Uh, even though they had a good AFC Cup uh, uh, campaign. Yeah. So I think um, these are certainly positives and uh, I think the club will be pretty happy with what they have seen so far. Um, and another important thing is like uh, yesterday in the match, uh, they missed uh, uh, Johnson. Mm. So that means he was a vital cause all these years uh, in the defence. And uh, also, what we have to take into consideration is that the goalkeeping department is also completely different. And they have gone with three Indian goalkeepers this time. Yeah. And yesterday, Abra Mandel started. So, um, so all these uh, factors have to be taken into account while we are making a judgment. And, uh, of course, it's just a brief season match. So, I think things are going to get uh, better. And... Uh, mm, I think it's going to be a positive campaign um, further on. But uh, as uh, we all know, the North Korean teams and the country in itself, we don't get much information about all these. Mm. So the away match is going to be really difficult because you know, in all these kind of countries, you will have like a lot of fans coming up. They, they're doing um, coordinated uh, chants. And, no, they uh, don't do chants. Uh, North Korea... Uh, they, there is there are no chance like uh, this is something uh, you know uh, uh, joseph who works for uh, aiff uh, media he told me and uh, it's there in uh, stephen constantine's book like they all come they are all d- dressed in uh, similar uniforms uh, like yeah. the entire, <laughs> that thing is, has this one dark grayish uh, 
uh, hue to it the entire gallery yeah. and when I a goal happened saw that, uh, yeah i so, think you saw that during the tajikistan match as well where the, the whole uh, uh, no that was very different you know. that was very different this time nobody says mm-hmm. anything everybody just sits quiet and when a goal happens they stand up and clap for one minute and then they sit down okay so everything is so coordinated <laughs> yeah and, but uh, they just clap and nothing oh, else <laughs> okay so that uh, but then again i think there is going to be a huge turnout um so it's like probably uh, the government wants uh, the whole uh, stadium to be filled up guys or else to be repercussions so anyway when you playing the, uh, before a huge crowd it's going to be tough and obviously uh, the thing about uh, north korea that you know it's like a hermit kingdom and you don't know much <laughs> and so that yeah. uh, that kind of a feeling will be there with the uh, officials and obviously with the uh, with the players so yeah. uh, it's kind of going to be a very peculiar atmosphere and uh, we'll have to see how the team will cope up with that um, yeah i mean i hope i hope they don't beat them when with too many goals because you never know you know they aim a missile at guam it's going to misfire and land in india so it's, <laughs> you just don't yeah, know what they're going to do right <laughs> yeah. yeah seriously man uh, but obviously the uh, reason of, we're going to talk about this as the match draws nearer obviously the first leg is on 23rd april uh, at kantirava yeah. stadium uh, first big match yeah. of the season uh, in national yeah. level so yeah we we got that coming up but the reason main reason we are talking today is uh, you know something that's very close to your heart as a uh, mallu uh, and uh, you are uh, obviously you know we we've heard that gokulam fc are coming up uh, they're trying to bid for the i league uh, yeah. and, and as a, as a club from malappuram uh, manjeri mm. so Uh, we we have some problems with their bids coming up regarding the stadium usage. So what's up with that? Oh yeah. So uh, first of all, I mean, after so many years, after Viva Kerala going into obscurity, um, it, it's really heartening to see some somebody taking an initiative to form an I-League club because. um i i think that it is very integral uh, for kerala to have an i league club because uh, that was where i guess maximum uh, kerala players could get uh, a chance to show their capability and uh, you know play at the highest level so um goblem taking that initiative even though with that very weird name <laughs> yeah for the club <laughs> yeah obviously man <laughs> I, i guess uh, i'll take it i mean uh, <laughs> uh, no but but in malappuram to... in malappuram people will support any club because like you, you saw how they turned up and filled the stadiums during the federation cup that was hosted there so yes that's true i mean gokulam yeah. uh, played in kerala premier league uh, from another stadium in malappuram which is called kotapadi yeah. yeah. um, so that's like uh, uh another small arena where there are, there are no tracks around and all those things it's a pretty good uh, uh, stadium and they attracted sizable amount of uh, crowd mm-hmm. and uh, i mean i mean you have to give it to isl for creating that awareness in kerala and when gokulam came into the uh, uh, into the picture mm-hmm. um you know you could see a lot of uh, fans getting active and okay this is a club from Uh, who is going to support local talent we need to get behind them 
So there were like WhatsApp groups formed. There were like, uh, you know, Facebook groups and uh, fan armies and things like that. Even though it's not probably as big as what Kerala Blasters might uh, have. But, uh, you know, there was considerable amount of uh, interest among uh, folks. And people were uh, indeed planning to support. And they did attract a decent amount of crowd in that uh, other stadium called Kotopuri. Yeah. So, um, what uh, actually happened is that Gokulam faced problems for that ground as well. And that ground is also with uh, uh, Malakram Sports Council, with whom Gokulam is currently having a tiff on uh, because of this uh, ground uh, availability problem. So, what happened was that Gokulam was uh, training and practicing, and there were um, an agreement was signed. Uh, uh, between the Sports Council and Gokulam to use the Scottability ground. And uh, towards the end of the season, there was some kind of uh, problems coming up um, regarding the uh, payment and uh, regarding, you know, the availability of the ground because the Scottability ground is sought after by a lot of people. A lot of other tournaments like... Um, uh, there's a Inter College tournament called Gold conducted by Indian Express. All these things happen there. So um, it's a you know good money making uh, venue for um, uh, the sports council. So I guess uh, towards the end when <clears throat> all these tournaments were coming up, I think uh, sports council put their foot down and you know kind of making some uh, troubles for uh, Gokulam. So eventually Gokulam shifted from the um, and move the practice to the neighboring district Calicut uh, and to the Calicut University ground. And uh, now the sports council is accusing that because they did that, I mean, like they're moving out from that ground, mm. going to the Calicut City, you know, Calicut University ground. Um, the sports council did not get the rent in the last part of the season. And uh, that was like a breach of contract from uh, Gokulam's side. And uh, that is what uh, the Sports Council is accusing. And now uh, Sports Council is not willing to give back that, uh, allot that uh, of D ground back to Gokulam, citing that there are some renovations going on uh, in that ground. So it is pretty obvious that Gokulam wants to have their base in uh, Malapuram because uh, that's a no-brainer because uh, you uh, we have witnessed the kind of crowd uh, that uh, the Federation Cup has seen when all big clubs like Dempo and all played over there. Um, I mean, other Northern Kerala state, uh, districts like Calicut might also attract decent amount of crowd but nothing like uh, Malapuram for sure. So, <clears throat> the intention of Gokulam is to uh, play in Malapuram, but uh, looks like uh, the Sports Council is not very cooperative at this moment, and uh, now they are refusing to give them the Manjeri Stadium. Gokulam is supposed to start practice uh, uh, for the upcoming season day before yesterday, but they did not get that Manjeri Stadium. Yeah. Um, because sports council is creating problems. But this is very unfortunate because, um, you know, it's a new club and they are trying to set up something. And uh, Malapuram in itself has a lot of footballers coming up and it's a place where there is huge praise for the game. And when the authorities themselves are scuttling the plans of somebody who's trying to build up and probably 
a team which is going to give a larger platform for the local players if they are going to settle their problems rather than having an amicable solution um it's really unfortunate because after all these years probably tela might witness some regular i league football with yeah. a lot of uh, local players so kind of very uh, you know unfortunate as what i see yeah, yeah. so i was i was talking to uh, a couple of uh, kerala football association people mm. and uh, they were saying uh, that uh, apparently the ground rent has also gone up this season uh because mm. because of high demand and they think if if uh, you know uh, maybe they think because if they are playing in i league and uh, they are getting mm. in uh, giving some uh, extra fees for direct entry so they mm. must have money so they want to uh, get some extra money out of this maybe the past dues of the uh, of the last season are also in their mind uh, you know that mm. they did not get the full season mm. uh, but what astounds me is that Malappuram has so much potential uh, you know to emerge as a as a major venue at the national level mm. and for that all they have to do is to get a club that's playing at the highest level at the top division league based out of there and yeah. and here you have somebody who's investing a lot of money and uh, they are willing to set up their base there and uh, put Malappuram on the map again Yeah, and and on the biggest map there possibly can be in indian football and they they not they not looking at the long term uh, potential of this they not uh, you know realizing that you know this club may be here for decades and we that may ensure uh, huge revenues maybe if there is a merger maybe they will play in isl who knows mm-hmm. uh, where, what will happen uh, in the future uh, so this is a long term project and uh, you just you know sour the whole thing at the beginning that just destroys the entire future uh, which can be beneficial for both the district council and the club so how can somebody be comp- so uh, you know blind uh, to the long term promise that this has yeah that's that's exactly the kind of problems most of the sports bodies bodies in india have right i mean they probably not looking at it in a long term yeah and uh, as i said like after the uh, viva we did not have anyone coming up and investing in football and there the is a group who's kind of you know interested in putting that money and as we all know i mean it's uh, it's like something that you don't get uh, immediate returns from so it's uh, so they are doing actually a favor for kerala football by doing this so and the authorities have to take into consideration that as well i mean like in the sense okay if this is going to go long term um it is going to bring that attention back and also uh, even in the last year squad there were considerable amount of players from in and around malappuram and that locality so yeah it, it is going to be a platform it is going to be a platform for the players to excel uh, on a larger platform get uh, recognized and uh, probably get picked by you know other bigger clubs um in and around the country so uh they have to think uh, in a long term perspective but that's not happening and uh, it's really unfortunate to see that they are uh, kind of being a stumbling block for something uh 
which could be uh, coming up as a bigger prospect uh, for the whole state and the district itself. But then again, I guess that is how most of the these organizations work. And it's not like uh, Gokulam is a very small group or something. They're a pretty big group in uh, Kerala, uh, Kerala. And uh, they also have considerable political clout. And uh, I'm really surprised to see that if if Gokulam is struggling to find a home, what if mm. other clubs come and <laughs> they might go to a bigger hell than this? Because... Uh, these guys are pretty big and uh, the owner and the firm itself is pretty famous in Kerala and almost everyone knows that they they got like good uh, political connections, things like that. So, so do you think, do you think, uh, yeah, do you think they might be able to use that political connection to resolve this? So as you know, most of these things are like, you know, uh, almost all bodies are filled up with political people. So I don't, uh, right now, I, I'm not sure who is at the helm. I mean, which party is at the helm in the Malapuram Sports Council. But uh, they seem to be having some trouble. So I'm um, drawing a conclusion that some opposition party, I mean, or the party who, to which Gokulam is aligned, or rather uh, their opposition is, actually part of the Marathon Sports mm-hmm. Council. But then again, um, I hope uh, the state government to take into account what is happening and uh, they take notice of, uh, you know, uh, what is really unfolding and probably uh, send a directive to the Sports Council to uh, solve this problem amicably. And also, I mean, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, they should get a free run, um, yeah. like uh, they should not... Um, be like uh, getting the ground for free or something like that. But, uh, you know, find the solution which can work for both parties. Um, I can understand that the other stadium which uh, Gogolum played uh, is a much sought after arena. So that means uh, the sports council has a lot of options of making money, renting it out to various tournaments. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, so find a middle path so that both can thrive and uh, both can go forward. So that is what actually should happen. And I hope uh, the state government also takes into consideration what is happening and uh, probably get involved and sort this out. But uh, they have larger things to fight these days. So I don't know. Also, I should... Uh, also, I should mention about uh, some of the fans are getting like really uh, unhappy about this yeah. because people who have been following and people who want Kerala football to, you know, move forward are yeah. really unhappy. So yesterday in some of the WhatsApp groups, uh, there was like messages pouring in telling that oh, what nonsense is happening and things like that. And uh, um, there is also a small time campaign happening telling that, uh, you know, this is uh, kind of a very weird approach from the Malapram Sports Council and they should actually allow um, Gokulam to have that ground and get going. Uh, so in the coming days, I guess if this standoff is not getting solved, I guess uh, the fans are also going to you know use their minds and probably push through um, a lot of messages and get their message across in social media and probably that might attract some uh, the attention of some politicians and things like that. So. Uh, 
people are already telling that we should conduct protests we should go and sit mm-hmm. uh, in front of the fourth council office and protest and things like that so these are the, some of the messages that are coming through as they do so fans are also frustrated so i guess uh, in the coming days if we stand up doesn't uh, end uh, you might see fans also uh you know increasing the pressure on the authorities by conducting some campaigns and things like that so that uh, that is you know that is also going to happen yeah yeah okay so this is this is an ongoing story with uh, malappuram district council right uh, malappuram fc was trying to create a team for second division uh, a couple of years ago and they ran into similar troubles with the ground Uh, you know did not manage to get uh, it for practice sessions or any, anything so mm. uh, yeah uh, let's see we still have some time thankfully uh, this is uh, uh, early august and the i league begins uh, november uh, although the mm. although we will know uh, who is going to get the uh, new club uh, i think middle of this month in a couple of weeks from now 18th august is when they open the bids and uh, malap uh, malappuram would be a hot favorite venue to get into uh, you know to add to the uh, top division uh, yeah. yeah so uh, thanks so much for uh, speaking to us and giving us uh, a detailed look uh, at this uh, pretty important ongoing situation uh, you know this is this is such a big parallel to what's happening in chennai uh, where the <laughs> sdat Uh, is causing a lot of trouble uh, with their rent for the stadium and indian national team has 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 to go as well so imagine the the national team is also having the same kind of troubles and uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the bureaucratic issues is the biggest stumbling block to for the the sport to progress in india i guess and uh, we have pretty good examples in front of us in the past uh, two days that is malappuram chennai yeah So thanks so much hopefully we will catch up with you again uh, you know as uh, Bengaluru FC's matches draw near or the uh, league seasons uh, come close and we'll get more detailed updates from you and we'll follow the story uh, good news bad news whatever it is uh, we yeah. will share with our listeners and hopefully we'll get your reactions on them as the situation progresses sure man uh, and uh, i want to appreciate you guys for doing all the good job i mean Uh, I guess PFT uh, football podcast is something that uh, all the Indian fans or majority of Indian football fans look forward to these days. And uh, congratulations on the good work you are doing. Uh, thanks, man. One uh, fifty episodes plus and running. Hopefully, will continue. Uh, you know, uh, staying with us. Uh, so yeah, uh, thanks so much again, man. Uh, catch you again soon. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Yes so you heard about uh, you know it's just frustrating for an indian football fan who starts expecting okay there is finally some football action and then this comes along with all the baggage of uh, you know carelessness and uh, you just seen how chiranjit just went wild <laughs> uh, well i was i was in a much better mood when i was talking to him <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so so the thing is, uh, look, uh, I mean, I think uh, there are uh, positives to uh, look at here. Hopefully, the uh, you know Malappuram issue gets solved in the coming weeks and months, and uh, we have uh, the local leagues beginning. The Mizoram Premier League fixtures are out uh, today. We're going to see like Azure is taking on 
Chanmari FC in the semi-finals of uh, uh, the Independence Day football tournament. So if you if you're listening to it by now, the match has already probably happened. So go to the fangaraj.com. Uh, the report will be there. You'll find out what happened. Uh, and uh, uh, you know the uh, the first fixtures of the Calcutta Football League are out. Uh, Kerala Premier League is also, uh, you know, slowly uh, coming, you know, picking up pace. The teams are beginning their pre-season, you know, wherever they're getting their grounds and everything. Uh, Goa Professional League is also coming up. So it's, you know, football is happening. An Indian team, despite all the troubles they faced in Chennai, are actually going to play. So, you know, it, it's it's up to people of Mumbai now, you know, uh, to just show that no matter what happens, they're there to support our boys because in the end, that's what matters. And throughout all of this, you know, it doesn't matter how many uh, mess-ups we see along the way from district yeah. councils or state councils or AIFF or uh, clubs or whatever it is. You, in the end, if, if there is football, you know, and, and you like a team, uh, you, you just have to support them no matter what. And and there is there is no way we get through this and uh, uh, help Indian football grow if if we just uh, if we we can't you know take this on and uh, regardless of what happens keep showing up and keep supporting those right teams. right right so that the message is clear from all of us at the fan garage uh, over to you Mumbai FC and Mumbai City FC whoever you are come and support the Indian football team for right now it's not the club it's not uh, any team it's the Indian senior national football team. Be there for whatever dates. Uh, we will we'll share the details of all the fixtures uh, as we get it to us. Uh, do check out the fangarage.com for all the articles that we talked about and any news that comes along in any time. Uh, also follow TFG Football uh, Twitter handle. You can follow at the rate FNI for Football News India. That's Unni's Twitter handle. And if you want to talk to uh, Chiranjit, it's uh, at the rate Chiranjit Oja. I am on at the rate B-O-Z-A underscore Kevin. And uh, do share, like, subscribe uh, on the YouTube channel and also download this awesome app called IVM Podcast. Keep listening, keep following, keep commenting and we'll come back to you tomorrow. Bye. was Tantrik Steve from Hansraj College, Delhi, performing at IIT Bombay's Mood Indigo. Just like them, there's a lot of new talent and art coming out of colleges all across India. But unfortunately, most of this goes completely unnoticed or ignored. To fix this, we started ATKT.in. Hi, I'm Ankur. I'm a musician and a rapper. And I found that one of the best things about being an artist myself is finding new talent. Through ATKT.in, Tanya, my colleague who's a dancer, and our whole team really is putting all of our efforts into discovering and promoting all the coolest talent that's coming out of colleges all across India. And this goes up on our website, our social media, TV, radio, and of course, this podcast with IVM. Make sure you go to our website, support the talent with your likes, your shares, your comments, all of that really matters. Go ahead, check it out, ATKT.in. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your captain speaking. Sorry to say, but there's been a slight delay due to the apocalypse having suddenly begun. As you can see, there's death, destruction and chaos taking place all around us. But don't you worry, food and drinks will be served shortly and I would recommend checking out IVM Podcasts to get some of your favorite Indian podcasts. 
will keep you going till this whole thing blows over. Thank you.